you're listening to the Seven Transformations Podcast. For access to the latest content, including the show notes to this episode, stay connected at the7transformations.com. Create a life you love. Transformation is an ongoing journey, and it is good that we don't have to walk that path alone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my weekly podcast sharing life lessons on and off the competitive floor with a few stories in between. Thank you for joining me on this journey. And now, let's create a life we love. Well, hello and welcome back. This is the Seven Transformations Podcast. My name is Tudor, and I'm here with one of my awesome, best, bestest friends, Sebastian. Say hello, Sebastian. Hi, everybody. Thank you for having me, Tudor. You're welcome, my friend. We have known each other for, what, like 20 long. Long, long time. Sebastian and I have been friends for both like in our 30, 34, and we've known each other since we were six years old. So it's been a long journey together, and I've got to see him go through many aspects and parts of his life. So, you know, in many ways, I got to see him transform, and he got to see me transform as well. We've been in each other's life for a long time. So I decided to bring Sebastian on for these interviews that I'm doing for transformation. What is transformation? And I'll let him share his story. But basically, Sebastian, why I invited you, you are, uh, you own your own company now, right? Yes. Ezra, EzraArthur.com. I think that's what it is, right? Yes. You should know that. I, I should know that. You're right. <laughs> it's in the title of the episode. So yes. <laughs> just thought I'd confirm. But Sebastian owns his own company. He just got married. Uh, to a beautiful woman. He is doing a lot of things with his life. And like I said, I've known him from a young age. So I'm very curious to take uh, his opinion and pick his brain on the idea of transformation. The point of these interviews is to get a picture of what transformation means to different people and in the process, make it a more relatable thing that everybody can see. Uh, it's an accessible thing. Generally, I mean, I know when I first you know, heard that idea or transformation, I think of it as something like that it's only for Oprah or, you know, only these special situations. But my point in doing this is to make it an everyday accessible thing that you can talk to your friends about personal growth. You can have these kinds of meaningful conversations because this is what propels your life forward rather than talking about, you know, what happened on Facebook or what's in the news. I think that there are much more productive things to talk about. And this is my effort to make them more accessible. So without further ado, Sebastian, my friend, what do you do? You want to tell them a little bit about your company? Yeah, so uh, I have a brand and a, and a, a factory here in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, we manufacture leather goods and we sell our products all around the world. Uh, we have our products featured in a lot of uh, different uh, boutiques around the, around, especially around North America and Canada. Well, Canada is North America, but... Uh, <laughs> Somewhere uh, in there, yes, yeah, and uh, you know Europe and Asia and uh, Australia and such, and uh, yeah, uh, we we've, we've we've been around for about six years, and uh, it's been quite a ride. Well, have you ever thought of your work that you do in creating these new products as transformative in any way? Yeah, I mean, I'm, where as a designer, I have to grow and change and think of new things and new mm. ways to basically impress consumers, and uh, that so you know, it's 
it is a very transformative experience year to year uh, as I'm trying to basically change my line or improve the line and and basically get new people to be interested and keep old customers interested in yeah you're you're in the business of what's next all the time yeah i mean it, it's when we're in accessories but it's it's part of fashion and then the thing about fashion is that it's always changing hmm. it's always transforming okay well here's a more philosophical question for you maybe we can steer the course a little bit in that direction what does this work that you do with your company with designing uh, you know, staying on top of things. What does that have to do with your own life purpose? Have you given that a thought? Have you seen what you want for your future, you know, far down the road, maybe after you're gone or what you want for your company? What is your work that you're doing right now have to do with your life purpose? I think what I'm doing right now uh, in my life purpose, I'm, I'm trying to leave a legacy of, of great work and being remembered as, as a, as a good brother and a good son a good husband, and uh, eventually a good father, mm. and a good business partner, and a good business uh, person in my field that people will remember the things that I've done, uh, the products that I've created, the the and and even from the to my own customers that my customers will have my products for years to come, and they'll remember. Uh, not necessarily that they that I made this for them, but that they'll enjoy that this that this product for generations to come. Uh, that's the kind of legacy that I'm doing with with my brand and my products, is to really just m- make products that are that are built to last. How does that trickle into <clears throat> the brand? How does that trickle into quality control and how you? Uh, handle your employees how you every part of the process how does that life purpose of wanting to leave a legacy that you'll be remembered in that way how does that make its way into the daily actions of your business and your actions so so everything so our the 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 brand that we have a, a big part of it is is that we only make products that are basically heirloom quality type of products and uh, and the way that I design the products. That means like something that's going to last a long time, like that you can give an heirloom to your kids or something? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heirloom quality to me uh, means that the, that the, that the product is, is so nice and so well built that it'll stand the test of time and uh, be enjoyed by someone else uh, eventually down the road. Um, and so having that state of mind uh, in, in my company it it uh, really sets the stage for everything that we do, from creating the product to the types of products that we create, how we build them, um, the quality control that goes into it. Like we you know, we have very stringent quality control. If something's not working right or if something uh, isn't put together well, we'll either get rid of it or fix it or solve the problem that uh, that's that's. Uh, in that manufacturing process that's that's keeping it from being the best it can be. Hmm. Well, what's your favorite part of the process? I mean, when you describe all of this, it really makes me think of such a giant machine. Obviously, there's so many parts to it. What is your favorite part? 
I think my favorite part, I mean, obviously creating the products is fun because mm-hmm. I get to be very creative. The and, innovative part. Yeah, that that is a lot of fun. And I have to think very critically when I'm doing stuff like doing that type of stuff. Uh, but I wouldn't say that that's my favorite because um, I find that the basically the process engineering that goes into manufacturing is probably my favorite part. It's not and it's not it's not my favorite part that I like to do every day like is it's very exhausting and if it's if it's what all is like process engineering just to familiarize process engineering is basically uh, figuring out how something is going to get made mm. like if I have a product and you know there's there's many different ways we can skin what's that. the order of operations what are the much? order of operations how uh, if something's not working right how are we going to fix the machine or change the machine or change the process so that it's it's one uh, efficient and that the product is doing is is actually being made properly because there's it's, it's a double edged sword there you're trying to basically push the edge of the process so that it is efficient mm. so that you're not spending a lot of time and labor making something but you're trying to basically push the limit of making it very efficient but not compromising quality, mm. and so that is a is a is a problem that I that I enjoy solving, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a like lot a of puzzle. fun to do it. Yeah. It is it's a very it's a very tough puzzle uh, when we have to when we have to set up that uh, d- uh, design that uh, uh, process for a new product or a, or a production run. Um, but it, like I said, it's not something I would enjoy doing every day. It's in- so it, it, it's kind of funny that you know you ask me what's your favorite part of, of what you do, and <laughs> and I say well I really enjoy doing this but, but I really hate doing it every day, <laughs> so it's yeah well but, think, but it is fun I mean yeah you, you, it's 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 like I, yeah yeah I think there's multiple parts that you know too much anything is is going to be boring at some point so. exactly yeah. All right well here's a an esoteric question for you kind of to bounce right off of that what was one of the most transformative experiences in your line of work in your journey you can interpret that however you want whether it's the impact you had on a client or something that you know like a big life lesson that you learned what was something very transformative probably the most transformative thing that i've experienced uh in my line of work um is becoming a serious uh business owner Mm. What do you mean by that? Um, well, my my classical training <laughs> is <laughs> is has nothing to do with business. Um, you know, I I went to school to study science and to be a scientist, um, and so learning to do to do business uh, in a you know in a by the book kind of way has probably been the most. A transformative thing for me to hmm. to to do. Not that I, I wouldn't say I've accomplished, but it's it's something that I'm. Yeah, the process. The process of of really running a business in a in a in in a, in a good way. Um, I remember when I was first starting out. I never could. I was. I remember thinking like, "Wow, I'm going to have employees, and I'm going to have to manage them. Hmm. And how are like." Are they going to listen to me? <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a good question to ask yourself. 
like how how am I gonna ma- be a manager and manage them? And so, um, the and and it's so weird. I remember sitting there thinking that, and then all of a sudden it just started happening, hmm. and it happened. And it's and, and how many years, employees do you have now? Uh, we're seven strong now on a day to day basis. All right. So with your relationships, you know, these employees included the people around you. What has been the impact on them? You know, from your own journey becoming a successful business leader, what have they experienced from you? How have you changed? So uh, in in my business, it is a family business and it involves uh, my uncles and my cousins and my brothers. And uh, through the success of the business, I've actually employed uh, all of them uh, at, at some point in times and, and, and still uh, to this day. Um, it's, it, I've, I've transformed through this business and the success of this business as, as, uh, as, a, a, as a supporter in many ways uh, or a provider. So for them, I think that it's been transformative in that uh, you know, they've, they've been able to grow with the success of my businesses or, or the success of my business. And they've, um, there's just been a lot more opportunity for them, I think, uh, in being a part of something that is successful, uh, that they can, they feel motivated to even pursue things that they want to do in their life that aren't necessarily in line with, with, uh, with my with myself or even my company mm-hmm. for example uh <clears throat> my youngest brother julian uh he was a very big part of of uh the success of my company and well our company and he he decided last year that he didn't want to uh i guess work in my shadow and be uh be a part of the, the company in a way uh that was underneath me anymore so mm-hmm. he decided that he wanted to uh basically go and study something on his own and learn uh, computer programming and web development mm. and i was very supportive of him and i actually paid for his education uh for him to pursue that uh, oh, wow. that career path that's awesome i mean it seems it's interesting because as you're talking it made me think of the idea that transformation is a mutual thing and it's a, it's like a key component because if you think about it, like you becoming more of a support or supportive role or learning how to do that for the people around you, it gave them a chance to take more risks or even evaluate their own, you know, selves, their own identity, where they're going, what they're doing in life. So it's like a mutually beneficial process. Oh, yes, absolutely. Rather than everybody playing it safe and staying within their own little box. So that's really interesting. Well, speaking of staying in the box, this is actually a good segue into the next question. You know, it's very easy to slip into the daily grind with whatever we're doing, even if you're doing something as exciting as running your own business or innovating new ideas. It is very easy to fall into the mundane. So just another day at the office, you know, jumping through hoops, being in survival mode, however you want to relate to that it's very easy to slip into that mode. So what, to you, what keeps it fresh? What keeps it exciting? What makes the work that you do transformative, you know? And 
how do you make more of those moments? Because inevitably you're going to have the mundane moments and you're going to have the ones that really stick out in your memory as transformative, as exciting. What makes more of those moments in your opinion? And how do you get that? So definitely for me uh, to keep my, my work from becoming mundane is I usually a couple of times during the week have to just stay away from email and mm. just get away from the computer and actually do things around my shop, but like just working on a machine, fixing something, um, setting up a new a, a new manufacturing process. Just unplug just from the information a Im, little bit. Implug, yeah, unplug from from uh, from the 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 expected call immediate call and response of email uh, because it's 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 so draining usually. Mm, yeah. You're bouncing around like a ping pong ball. Yeah, uh, but I mean, I mean, obviously, it's email is one of those those uh, things that you you have to have, but too much of it is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah, that's a good point. I think, especially in these days, we are overwhelmed with little mini tasks, and understanding how to prioritize them. I know, like for example, a good strategy is to. Uh, only check your email like on certain days or something like that. And obviously certain situations you have to be responsive, but bulking your tasks so that you're not constantly distracted, you know, focus, especially if you're in your leadership position, focus and being able to plan and sustain focus is very important for creating. Um, Well, you know, in your journey to where you are right now, what has been the biggest obstacle or the biggest thing that you've had to transform to, be where you at, but to be where you are at right now. Maybe that's a bad habit. Maybe that was a relationship. Maybe that was a external circumstance that was a challenge. What was the biggest thing you had to transform? So, in my industry, um, one thing that I had to get re- get used to um, from the beginning was basically rejection a lot uh, because there is a lot of competition uh in in stores and 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 in retail that um basically you know if if i'm going to do a sales pitch i most of the time am going to get turned down and that was something that um, that was a transformative experience for me because what did it feel like in the beginning when you when you first started your company and you you had this vision this excitement this goal and this expectation yeah it it felt uh you know defeating uh in uh, on a day-to-day basis uh because you just have to get used to rejection and uh but if you keep on trying at it uh, you'll finally get people to say yes we'll try out your products or um you know sure why not what did you I mean, that that really fascinates me, especially because I think it's extremely relevant, the whole dealing with failure and handling rejection thing. What did you do to help yourself get out of that funk? I mean, especially multiple rejections. What did you say to yourself? What did you, what did you do to stay motivated in those times and to stay on track? Um, I, I think I, I looked at the experience of other successful business people that I knew, mm-hmm. um, and and saw that that patience was was a very important thing to have. Hmm. And you know, before b- 
before this experience, I was used to kind of being able to uh, get anything that I wanted or accomplish what I wanted the first or second time around. Like mm. I wasn't really used to being told no. Right. Um, and, you know, that this experience of being uh, told no over and over and over again and being able to handle that and cope with it mm. and, and, and eventually prevail through that uh, was very transformative. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're coming up on the end of the interview here, and I wanted to leave everybody with kind of a final final words as usual. Your experiences in this journey uh, are very relevant to a lot of us, especially if we're trying to create a life we love, if we're in business, if we're you know living full out and trying to make something of ourselves. So what has your journey brought to you in terms of your life lessons, things that you've learned about people, things that you learned about yourself, things you've learned about business. What has this journey, how has it made you wiser that you can share with people listening? So I, I hate to be redundant, uh, you know, throughout the course of this conversation that we've had, but, you know, being patient and... There's uh, nothing wrong with that. Patience is an important virtue. Being patient is is uh, probably one of the most important things that I could probably tell someone to to, uh, to have or to be um, as they're starting out their business or as they're or, or anything that that you want to accomplish um, because that's it's it's really helped me uh, through um, through the, my trials and tribulations of of failing in business sometimes because you will make mistakes and if you're not making mistakes then you're doing something wrong. You're not trying hard enough. <laughs> you're not trying. Yeah, you're not trying hard enough. Um, you know, because you're, uh, you know, for for every success, you should be having lots of mistakes, and you shouldn't be afraid to make mistakes. Mm. Um, it's it's really important to to put yourself out there and to take risks, and to expect failure sometimes, um, because you're you're not going to learn more about yourself and what you can do or what you can't do without just taking risks and, and getting out of your comfort zone. Hmm. And being patient to handle the failures associated with those risks. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's great advice. So, well, thank you so much, my friend. We're pretty much here at the end of the interview. You want to tell them where they can find some awesome leather goods. Yeah, so uh, you can find us on the lo on on the web at www.ezraarthur.com. That's e z r a a r t h u r dot com. Perfect timing for Father's Day, Mother's Day, birthdays. It's got some really high quality, homegrown stuff right here in the USA. Check it out. Fantastic so, gifts, yes. Yeah, really good stuff. So, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. This is. An awesome conversation. I'm so happy to share my friend of 27 plus years with you guys and his journey through owning his own business and all the transformation associated with that. I hope that you can listen and find yourself in these experiences and it has an impact on your life. And if you find a value in it, share it with your friends, let people know about it. I love producing these kind of episodes and getting to pick people's brains about what does transformation mean to them how are they creating a life love? And I love passing that on to you. So thank you again for listening. And thank you, Sebastian, for coming on the show. Thank you very much for having me, Tudor. All right. See you later, guys. 
You're listening to the Seven Transformations podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For weekly articles on creating a life you love, stay connected at the7transformations.com.